Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Well, welcome to the Homeschool Show. We're glad to have you with us today. The Homeschool Show is dedicated to viewing home education in particular and really all of life through the prism of God's Word. Homeschooling is certainly growing by leaps and bounds all across the U.S. Uh, thousands of families are experiencing that educational freedoms they can find in homeschooling. And, of course, there are challenges about teaching your kids at home. And this show is seeking to be a resource for listeners to get the most out of their homeschooling experience. So whether you're a homeschooling veteran or just uh, thinking about the prospect of teaching your children at home, we hope you enjoy the next 30 minutes. My name is Greg Munger, and I'll be your host. And to help you today to get more out of this wonderful, life-changing phenomenon called home education, we have uh, a good friend, uh, Misty Spinelli. Misty is a homeschool mother of six children. Uh, is that right, Misty? It is. Okay. Yes. I, uh, six children, and she's a writer and uh, a teacher, and you're currently doing uh, homeschool uh, consultations and curriculum evaluations and testing, and you're a writer, and uh, you've recently produced a, a great DVD called Homeschooling Answers. Um, I was watching some of that earlier today, and uh, I was really encouraged myself to... Wow. If I Thanks, had, Greg. Well, you're welcome. Um, you sound like super mom on there. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, don't want anybody to walk in my house right now. <laughs> you can't do it all. That's true. Well, <laughs> and do it all well. On this uh, uh, DVD, you've got it's professionally produced, and uh, it's got information about getting started, achievement testing, preparation, support groups, curriculum, parenting, lifestyle, learning styles, teaching styles, uh, philosophy, unit studies, and various approaches, and of course socialization. How in the world did you get started doing all that? Well, um, when I began homeschooling, uh, which has been, I think, 11 years ago, uh, my son was starting kindergarten, and we'd put him in a private school, and the Lord started telling me I was supposed to homeschool, and I wrestled with that idea for a couple of months, because that did not seem possible, <laughs> as many people who the Lord calls to homeschool think, surely not me, uh, but uh, he finally won, which that was a good thing. Uh, and just within just a couple of years, we, and this, of course, has been, you know, 10 years ago, we realized that it was quite difficult to get a hold of curriculum and to know what curriculum to buy. At the time, the Internet was not quite so prevalent. Uh, you could order catalogs to look through, or you could go to your annual conference uh, and fight 10,000 other people to try to get a hold of that book you think you might want. And uh, it wasn't a very fun uh, part of the homeschooling, trying to get a hold of the uh, supplies. And my husband and I had been wanting to start our own business, so we began a homeschool store here in the Charlotte area uh, eight years ago. And when you own a homeschool store, you have no choice but to become really educated really fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> Very quickly. Uh, my parents were educators, so I knew quite a bit about education. My mother had taught in the classroom, but she taught unit studies up until... Uh, end of your testing was put in, and actually that's when she stopped teaching in her 19th year because uh, she couldn't teach the way she wanted to anymore. So I already had some ideas about what kinds of education worked and what didn't. And I love to, to read and 
so I've been reading a lot of education books and everything I could get my hand on when I started. But then once I owned the bookstore, people just asked me all kinds of questions. They thought I would know everything, so I felt a little obligated to know at least some of it. <laughs> so I just studied and studied and studied. And, of course, a large part of my education came from the homeschool moms who came to my store because we would get in conversations about how our children learned or how we taught or how we did this different. And there was just a huge amount of uh, information there that I got from my customers. Immediately once we opened, we knew that one of the things we wanted to do was to help people get started homeschooling. And so from our very first month we were open, we offered a free how to get started homeschooling two-hour-long seminar uh, for people to come to. I think my first month I had no one, and my second month I had one person. <laughs> but eventually we were turning people away because we only owned, you know, 18 chairs. And um, so it really it really grew. Uh, we grew to two stores for quite a while, for four years. And so I was doing the talk twice a month. Um, and we finally decided that there were just more people who needed that information than we could reach in our little two nights a month at our stores in Charlotte. And that was for the idea of putting all that information we were giving people onto a DVD so that people who lived outside the Charlotte area or who were busy on a Thursday night or whatever uh, could still get all the information we gave at the seminar. So that's sort of where my information came from and why it all ended up on a DVD. So it sounded like you went to school yourself with uh, did, more, yes. more practical experience of uh, homeschooling yourself. And I yourself. encourage moms to do that. I That is sort of one of my main objectives is to uh, encourage mothers that they need to continue their education. Uh, homeschooling needs to be viewed as a uh, profession, just like your husband's profession. Mm-hmm. You know, And when a man is in a profession or a woman... They've usually got a four-year degree in their subject, which we do not in homeschooling. Even my friends who have an education degree say it doesn't help a whole lot. They've got to go back and re-educate themselves on tutoring, you know, which is a different way of teaching than classroom management. Um, so we all need to learn about learning styles and all the philosophies and all the methodologies and just how our brain functions and how kids get stuff in there and keep it. There's a lot to learn, and so I really encourage them to to educate themselves, but then to also act like professionals in other ways. Uh, professionals uh, are members of their professional organizations, so they need to join their support groups and their state support group here in North Carolina. That's NCHE. They mm-hmm. need our support because they support us in ways that people sometimes don't even realize that are crucial. And, uh, and you need to do your continuing education, so you need to go to your conferences, um, and you need to go to your support group meetings when a speaker is there, and just need to act like a professional in, in all ways. And I think as long as homeschool moms are thinking of it that way, that it's, it is the most important profession on earth, and we need to act professionally in it, educate ourselves, and continue to seek as much knowledge as we can. Um, every time I pick up a How to Homeschool book and read it, I learn tons of more new things. You know, and some people will go, well, gosh, I figured you sort of knew it all. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. There's just, you know, every, you know, I've totally changed my methods or my philosophy several times over through the 10 years as I learn more and more and see how different children learn differently. And there's just always more to learn. But to actually get started with home education, you don't have to have any special credentials. Did you have any 
a special credentials, a teaching well, certificate? none that related to teaching small children. I do have a Master of Fine Arts degree, and I was a college professor. And people go, well, you know, gosh, you were a college professor. Teaching adults and teaching six-year-olds is night and day. So <laughs> they did not relate to each other in any way, shape, or form. So, no, in the state of North Carolina, you just need to have graduated from high school. Um, and, again, I do believe that you get better and better at this the more willing you are to learn about education. But there is no state requirement, and most states in the nation don't require mm-hmm. that. A few places require college um, degree in order to teach high school, which that's a little bit sad, I think, uh, that they require, but require that, but that isn't in a lot of places. Well, you mentioned that people asking you all of these questions when you had your stores and were doing curriculum counseling and so on. What was the most often asked question? Is there oh one? Oh, my or... goodness. The most <laughs> often asked question. Probably something incredibly practical like, how do I teach my kid to spell? <laughs> because when it comes right down to it, it is the nitty We are really concerned about our children's education. Uh, and so, of course, when they would come to our store, it was with a problem in mind a lot of times. You know, I just can't figure this one, you know, this one particular thing out. But I think the big general global question that a lot of homeschool moms struggle with, uh, me included, is the daily organization of your life. Um, how do we get it all done? You know, how do you keep your house clean and get all your kids educated and do all the other things you want to do, the extracurricular things and the the virtue and spiritual training and life skills training, you know, just how do you work it all in? Uh, And I think that that is something that really challenges homeschool moms. I've told several people that it seems like God calls us to homeschool because of our children, Mm -hmm. but I actually think he calls us to homeschool for us because it grows the mom so much spiritually to homeschool. It is just such a huge job that we finally learn, it finally breaks us, is the way I look at it. We finally learn we can't do it without God's help. And so it really puts us at the foot of the cross more than any other job that he could send us to do, I think. And uh, and so because of that, an awful lot of veteran homeschool moms do seem like they're a little bit further up that ladder than most of us because they've, they've really had to learn to give it over to the Lord because getting all that done in the day just really is a challenge. Uh, But, uh, you know, if you start your day off, you know, where you're supposed to be, uh, handing your day and your homeschool to the Lord so that he can lead you, then that sort of makes everything fall into place. It's like being in a crucible of anything you do, that uh, the more you're tested and tried, Scripture says you'll come forth as gold when you trust in the Lord. Exactly. It's like the silver being refined. He hangs us right there over that flame. (laughs) It feels like it, too. (laughs) And, and one thing that I noticed in your uh, in your DVD, and later on we'll have information about how to get that uh, from you or from your website and so on, but um, one thing you said was that uh, you're not homeschooling for your children so much, uh, but you're homeschooling for the future, for what your child will be. Can you address that a moment? I thought sure. that was very good. Uh, I talk about that when I'm talking to people about how to set goals so that they can really keep in mind when the day-to-day grind sets in, you know, why we're really doing this. I think when a lot of people start homeschooling, we're so focused on education. We're just focused on reading and writing and history and science and math um, that we sort of forget that the real reason to choose to homeschool is to educate this entire person. 
their spiritualness, their virtue, their life skills, their relationship skills, just everything about them. And I figured out in thinking about it that really anytime you set a goal, you're supposed to look at the end to figure out what the goal is. And our end is a grown-up who, you know, is in a better place than we are, we hope, you know, that we've trained them really well and that they're going to turn out really good. And so I suggest that people write down all the attributes um, and abilities that that 20-something-year-old uh, that you want for them so that you can really see what kind of person it is you're hoping that they will become. And that's really great. Uh, the problem is almost all of us write sort of a very similar list because we all describe like this perfect person because that's what we're shooting for. What makes it a little difficult then is to prioritize it properly so that we really get everything in in priority so that we can prioritize our day today so that it fits that and uh, when people do that, when they truly prioritize it, when they think, okay, if I could only have one thing on this list, what would that, and I could have nothing else, what would that one thing be? And you, you mark that, and then you do the next thought again. Okay, so if I could have nothing else, but I could have one more thing, what would that be? Then, it tends to put that list in a priority that, for a lot of people, turns upside down what they thought they were homeschooling for. Because what most people tend to have happen is that they realize all the spiritual aspects of their children's lives is the most important. And probably their character and virtues are next. And mm -hmm. then probably relationship skills and oh. life skills and education. A lot of times what we call just, you know, textbook education well, we're falls way have to down the on. list. Misty, we're going to have to take a little break uh, for just a minute, but when we come back, let's talk more about that and how to uh, actually do some of that, what methods, and maybe organize it a little bit better. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, I'm Greg Munger, and I'm your host for The Homeschool Show. We're glad you've joined with us uh, for the past 22 years, been uh, dedicated to strengthening and supporting families through education, quality products, professional services in a variety of areas for home schools and small private schools. We're Piedmont Education Services, our company, but we're very glad to have you on the show today. And if you want to know more about uh, our, our program and about the Piedmont Education and about our guest today, go to thehomeschoolshow.net, thehomeschoolshow.net, and click on that and find out more about it. Today we're glad to have Misty Spinelli, and we're back with her today. We've been talking about homeschooling and her DVD the uh, homeschooling answers, and there are a lot of answers on that uh, DVD, an hour and a half program that's professionally produced. We have it available. It's also available on her website, and her information will be on our website there, thehomeschoolingshow.net. So, Misty, before the break, we were talking about uh, what are the goals we're actually looking for in uh, home education, and it's not just teaching a bunch of subjects, but it's rather, rather trying to educate and build and develop uh, the whole child. Can you speak to more about that, please? Sure. <clears throat> I think that we, an awful lot of us, choose to homeschool thinking about education mainly first. You know, there's some reason we don't want our children in school or there's some reason, you know, that we want them home or we think we can educate them better. But once you spend much time at all doing homeschooling, you start to realize that the really big picture includes so much more than the academic subjects. Um, and, you know, the thing that I think people don't understand is that the children can learn the academic subject so much quicker at home than they can in a classroom setting that you do have more time to spend on these other things. You know, when a child is tutored, 
and have someone right at their elbow helping them through their subjects are easily done by lunch if you just have one or two younger children. I'll have to admit that with six children spread from three to 15, we're not done until about an hour past our neighbors coming home from school. But (laughs) (laughs) that's our own little issue. Uh, But in most families, you have a good chunk of the day to really spend on uh, teaching responsibility and teaching uh, all kinds of virtues and life skills uh, and and doing a lot of things with your kids that are so much uh, more important, really, in the long run. Uh, so many of our youth today are just getting so lost. They're so disconnected from the idea of family even. They spend so little time with their family. Uh, and I think that this next generation, if we don't raise up this little army of kids who family is still the core principle of uh, their understanding of life, uh, that we may we may actually lose. Uh, that in our country. So I think that part is really crucial. So in home education, then you're not having to spend six, seven hours a day in front of the books or the Mm -hmm. books, all the books uh, plopped on the dining room table or in the kitchen table, Uh, but rather you can do most of your uh, teaching in two, three hours, and then you've got other time. Yeah, most people really can. There are several different philosophies, which I think we'll talk about next week, you said, yes. Uh, that approach this very differently, and we'll go over those. But uh, in most cases, even if you chose to what we call do school at home, <laughs> which is sort of replicate what's happening in a classroom just at your kitchen table, even if you were following that philosophy, it still takes way less time because you're not dealing with 30 kids. You're just sit down here, we're doing our work, we're done, let's do the next subject, next thing you know, you're done. And That's right. so um, it is not as time-consuming I remember, uh, as some people might think. I remember, too, that when we began homeschooling uh, 20, 22 years ago, uh, we did school at home. I had been a classroom mm-hmm. te- teacher and uh, thought, I can do this, and so we brought all our school books and sat at the table, and we had Pledge to the Flag, and then we had math for 20 minutes and science for 30 minutes and this and that, and recess in the middle, and whoo, by about... Uh, November, we were burned out. <laughs> Have you heard anybody else experience that? Oh, yes. Most, most new homeschoolers <laughs> go through that process. I actually tell my new moms when they're taking my class that, um, you know, if it, um, I understand if you're going to feel like you want to stick with the traditional approach because it's what you understand. And, in no, and I usually say, and in November, when you realize I was right, you can come back and we'll talk about what you can do different. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is about November for most folks uh, that they start going, oh, we should have got about this a little bit differently. Yeah, we've but got that's to, okay. You we, know. And we thought, we've got to do something different. This is just not working. This is, this is too much work and too dreary. Exactly. So we were able to step back. And, uh, and the freedom of homeschooling. Yes, we can. Right. You can change midstream. You can go, you know, this book isn't working for me, or my kid's not learning from this. You're not tied in like your child is in a classroom with whatever book the state bought. For your classroom, you know, we can change gears anytime we need to. And um, a number of times, I remember in our homeschool, my wife said, you know, this book is just not working, so we got rid of it or put it mm-hmm. aside and got something else. Yes, that's um, one of the great liberties. Well, do you think anybody can do this? Um, I know that many people say, well, I've got to have some kind of credential, and we're uh, running out of time here on our I don't feel program, that there but... are credentials needed. I feel that God gave um, every mother the ability to educate her own children if she chooses to. I will tell you, however, as a store owner who has dealt with about 8,000 different customers over the last eight years, not everyone is cut out to homeschool. So I think that this definitely should be something that you prayerfully consider. Are you willing 
really willing to be that selfless and that giving of your time. Well, Misty, it's been very good to have you today. Uh, thank you so much for being with with us and talking about all these things with homeschool. Thank we you, Greg. hope you'll come back next week and be with us again. We'll talk be more about uh, approaches and things like that. And folks, if you are interested in home education and uh, obtaining this DVD, this excellent homeschooling answers by Misty Spinelli, all the information is on our website. Uh, information about how to contact her and how to get her website and all of that is on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net. So we hope you will visit that and be with us next week on The Homeschool Show.